into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Okay, still down here at the Blazing Desert Comic Con in San Luis, Arizona. My guest right now is Sean Mullen from the Sci-Fi Coalition. Uh, right now you have chapters in uh, California and Nevada. And, or, I'm sorry, sectors, as you told me, sectors. Right. Uh, what exactly does the Coalition do? Well, we're science fiction fans, and we like to give back to the community, such as, uh, well, community events, charity events, uh, cons, such as this. We like to support uh, events and also organizations and uh, individuals if, uh, if somebody has a cause. You said earlier you have uh, cosplayers as part of your group, but it's not necessary that you be a cosplayer to be in the group. Is that um, more or less a lot of the, the things that you do is you go to the you go to these charity events or cons like this and you, you spread uh, the word of sci- science fiction, so to speak, or your right. love for it? Right. We're, I would like to think we're an all-purpose science fiction club. Now, a lot of events will invite us because we have the cosplayers, mm-hmm. but... Um, it's not a requirement to be in the club. We have uh, non-cosplay uh, members, and we call them centurions because, again, we want to come up with something kind of sci-fi right. or maybe even like Roman times. Um, and centurions support the club. Uh, they'll run the, the fan tables. They'll assist the cosplayers. They'll do... Uh, um, our our own security, mm-hmm. uh, make sure all the members are safe. Right. Um, many things the Saturians do. They're pretty much uh, the the base of the club. But um, we're all science fiction fans. We all love movies or the sci-fi TV shows or anime or books or gaming, uh, and uh, that's what the club is about. Uh, all those. Uh, inclusive uh, interests. And how long ago did you start up the club? Well, we are uh, 15 months old now. I started the club on January 1st, 2017. So that was last year. And uh, we're we're celebrating our one-year anniversary. And the club has just taken off beyond my wildest dreams. Uh, Like exactly a year ago from today, when we were three months old, I wouldn't have guessed we would have three sectors already right i founded the club in san diego but now we have uh san diego los angeles and reno chapters which we call sectors and would uh when you have group meetings or whatever i mean yes what what kind of events go on there what what is that more uh, planning for the next event, or is it more? You know, do you meet up and you talk about the it's, science fiction? It's, it's all. It's all of the above. Um, the San Diego sector is the busiest one right now because the other sectors are fairly new and they're still developing. I mean, they're all official though. But um, so, like the Los Angeles sector started January first of this year, so they're just two months old. Uh, uh, Reno was formed in uh, last August, so they're six months old. And um, San Diego, we're one years old, and um, we uh, in San Diego we actually meet at a YMCA facility. Um, each city's different. Uh, I tried to 
gain relations with the other cities with the YMCA, and so far that has not developed. Um, but uh, we have an opportunity in Los Angeles uh, to have a relationship through a different organization. So each city will, will vary in where we have our club meetings. And in the club meetings, what we pretty much will discuss what the events we just had um, from, from the last meeting. And we're going to discuss the upcoming events coming up to, to the next meeting. And, and uh, after we discuss business, we'll talk about science fiction and, you know, what's our favorite movies and shows and characters. And uh, we actually make uh, each meeting a potluck, so we'll bring in food, we'll chat. Uh, so it's, a, it's also a social event. And what do you do for membership drives or anything like that? Is it more just who you meet at, at different events and who wants to be a part of it kind of thing? Or do you do you plan on having your own events at some point? Well, um, there's no fees and dues in the club. Uh, everything we've gotten, like our banners and backdrops, anything with our logos, pretty much generated by us. Um, we, we donate to get all that. And um, cons are probably our biggest recruiting uh, event. Uh, also, when we support a charity event like uh, a Walk for Children or a Breast Cancer Awareness Walk or Walk for Autism, we'll have a booth there. Um, people will come by, and, you know, we'll bring our characters and, and pose with the, the runners and the walkers, you know, the participants. And um, people will see what we're about, and um, they see that we're supporting the community and charity. And, and that's the recruits right there. And um, we're actually a private club, because I have been experienced in being in other clubs. I've been in a Star Wars club in San Diego for almost 10 years. And uh, I have relations with other clubs, and I find out that... Uh, open clubs can at times have problems so um, we're actually a private club and we like to meet the people first so being at events obviously we meet them we invite them to go to our meetings so that's our pretty much process of joining the club compared to somebody joining the club through Facebook and the internet and then they all of a sudden show up at an event where you never met them and they don't understand uh, the values and the expectations of how we we act in public and um, so I decided uh, because I learned from the other clubs we want to meet the people first before we accept them into the club. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you're you're going to have a face while you're out there at these events, and you want to make sure that the people that represent right. you are. I, I've been at events and people we never met, and they show up and they're they're like willy nilly, and we're like, no, we don't, <laughs> we don't, we don't act like that, with, you know, because we're a family friendly club, and right. we want to keep the fun clean, and sometimes people. Because they don't, they're not at the meetings and they don't hear their regulations and rules. Oh, okay, that's how I act in public because I am a representative of the club. So, yeah, no, yeah, it makes a lot of sense, right? Uh, as I'm speaking to you right now, you're in uh, full Tuscan Raider cosplay. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, is that a use it like you said? It's not, it's not a prerequisite to be a cosplayer to be right. in, to be in the club. But right. how long have you been cosplaying? 
I've been in cosplay maybe five years. And like I said, I was in a Star Wars club for ten. And I wasn't into cosplay. I'm actually still not a big cosplayer. Okay. I'm more about, you know, the movie fan talking about... Uh, movies, the the behind the scenes. Oh, oh, did you know they did this in 1982? You know, it took them three months to film that one 10 second scene. You know, <laughs> I'm more like how how they make the movie magic and stuff. I like to build a. Um, I'm not a prop maker, but I like to build the old model kits, and we have dioramas at some some events uh, of my models, uh, like a lot of the Star Wars models. I like to. Uh, weather them, make it look like uh, the Millennium Falcons all beat up, and you know the little details. Nice. Um, so, um, so then uh, being uh, obviously a fan of Star Wars, yes, and dressed as a Tuscan Raider on your way out here from San Diego, did you stop at the Glamis uh, Desert, the sand dunes? No, we we drove by there, but I, I have been there. I've been there three times in the last 10 years and I have, the last time was a year ago uh, the February a year ago and I was in my Tuscan so <laughs> I do have pictures of um, being being uh, at Buttercup Valley right, um, where they filmed yeah, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm not a big cosplayer but we have big cosplayers in our club um, as I say uh we're not a cosplay club per se, right? But cosplaying is a big part of science fiction. It is, yes. And in, in it's when going to events like this, it's the thing that will grab people's attention before maybe your banner or something like that. But it's a good way to bring other people in. Right. Um, most cons, I actually don't dress up. Dress up. I'm usually in our club shirt. I work the table. You know, I'm being a representative of the club. I'm recruiting. I'm, I'm trying to get uh, other events. Um, but because we traveled so far, uh, there's ten of us. Uh, eight of us came from San Diego. One came from El Centro, and we have a member from Yuma. And uh, so we were a little light on the cosplayers. So I thought I would dress up to uh, support our cosplay appearance here mm-hmm. and we had some cool shots outside in the desert type um, lot out there and um, you can see them on Instagram we'll be posting them uh, pretty soon yeah, yeah. Uh, you personally how long have you been going to conventions well um, it started when I was a kid where I went to like sports card. Con, uh, conventions now; those are still cons. Right? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, being a, I was a more of a football fan than a baseball fan, so I would go to sports cards uh, conventions in San Diego because that's where I grew up, and uh, I would get uh, like the older cards that weren't available at stores. You know, that dealers would have, and that was my first con experience. But as in like pulp culture cons, like. Comic Con. My my first con was actually San Diego Comic Con. I would say back in 1992. So that's what over 25 years now. Yeah, yeah. And what have you noticed about the changes in conventions since then? Oh, uh, big difference. I and the the first year I went to uh, Comic Con in '92, the San Diego Convention Center, which they're trying to expand now, right. 
um, back then, uh, it was just halls A, B, and C. So it was half the size what it is now. Mm-hmm. And when I walked in, I was overwhelmed. And it was just half the size back then. And uh, my goal, because uh, I was in my 20s, my goal was to get some of the old vintage Star Wars stuff that I had a kid as a, as a kid. And when I came in... There was, you know, over 100 dealers, and about half of them had Star Wars stuff, and and I was like a, a kid again at, at Comic-Con. And that was before Hollywood came in. It was just pretty much dealers, you know, the comic book dealers and toy story dealers. And, yeah, it's, it's changed a lot. Um, there was a period of time I didn't go for three years. And when I came back, I was like, oh, my gosh, what, what's that big line around the, the, <laughs> the convention center? And they said, that's the line to get in. I'm like, are you kidding me? Because <laughs> back in the mid-90s, you just walk up to the door, go to the registration, sign in, and, and walk right in. I mean, yeah, with the, the size of San Diego Comic-Con getting larger and larger every year, you see more and more cons pop up throughout the rest of the country. Right. Uh, I mean... How do you have you enjoyed the smaller cons like this one? Yes, um, actually, the smaller the con is, the more room they give us. Right, and the more the more we can be part of the con. I like to we support the cons. Um, we're more than just a fan table that has you know a couple people at the table with you know maybe some brochures about the club. Um, uh, some some cons give us a few tables, so we'll display uh, some of our memorabilia and our made uh, handmade props. Like I said, uh, the models I made, I, I brought in a diorama of some of the space models. Um, so smaller the con, the more the more room they give us, um, and yeah, we enjoy the smaller cons because they're more personal. Yeah, no. I mean, obviously, yeah, you get a more intimate setting with uh, with fans and stuff like that, right? People that might want to join up. Uh, where do you see the co- uh, the coalition? Uh, you know, in the future, what do you, what do you? What's the my bigger? my like my dreams, my my goals? Right. Um, well, like I said a year ago, I had um, I had no idea it would grow so fast. I I had no idea we would have three sectors right now. But my, my goals were, my long-time uh, goals was for maybe for us to be nationwide. But at that time, we were so new, um, I, you know, it was kind of a risk. Because, uh, you know, as, as you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. Right. And I was thinking, well, what if we just don't go anywhere we stay San Diego and it fizz, fizzles out in two, three years. But now, seeing that we already have multiple um, sectors, and not only that, this is our first event in Arizona. Three states in 15 months, I think it's pretty It's pretty good. It's going right, to be spreading fast. Right. Uh, so it's showing me my, my original goal of maybe being us nationwide that it's actually more realistic than I thinking it was fantasy and actually I have been talking to somebody in the east coast of possibly having a uh, sci-fi coalition 
and um, that would be be like burning a candle from both ends. Oh, definitely meeting in the middle. Right. <laughs> um, so it's looking pretty re- realistically, in maybe ten years from now, maybe we're not in all fifty states, but maybe we're peppered all through um, the United States. Yeah. I could I could definitely see that with the the amount of growth you've had in just the right. a little bit of time. Um, there's a lot of standards and regulations that they're, they're kind of strict, but they're so simple. Mm-hmm. And and the number one thing is we're family friendly. I mean, it's all ages. Uh, you know, some clubs got to be 18 and over, um, but we have children, families in this club. And and the basic rule is we keep it clean. No, you know. No inappropriate language or, uh, you know, no no inappropriate jokes. Uh, actually, we have a very high female rate. Um, about 45% of the members are ladies. And that's because uh, we're, we're a family. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it doesn't matter if you're from Reno or L.A. When uh, somebody comes from another sector into our city, we welcome them in. And... Um, you know we're, we're friendly you know we keep it clean fun and uh the more like risque some clubs are the more complicated it gets because this segregates people and other members won't come back because they're like that's not the club i want to be right um uh so far in in, in 15 months like 90 percent of the people that started are still here and plus we've grown um, we haven't really lost anybody because you know what that club wasn't what I expected, or that club is too racy for me. Um, because most members are like this. This club's family, and I feel comfortable. And it doesn't matter what my background is. Doesn't matter the color of my skin. Doesn't matter what my religion is. Because we keep religion and politics out. Right. I've been in other clubs where politics. And religion has split clubs. Mm. And like I said, I'm experienced. I've learned from other clubs the, the do's and do nots. Right. No. So. It's good. Right. Uh, is there any any convention in the, in the in the United States that you are is a dream convention for you other than maybe San Diego Comic Con? Is there another one that you would love to get to someday? Well, the, the dream convention is our own convention. Right. Okay. We've actually been kicking it around since the beginning. After a couple of cons couple of the members were saying you know we could do our own and and i said uh, i you're right but um you know we were really young so i said we need to grow a little more um because we were talking about doing our own con after two months <laughs> when we were only two months old but i wanted us to grow more and and get more uh, more contributors into the club um, and as we know, you know, it, it does take money to run a con, especially us living in San Diego. It's very high cost of living there. Everything's very expensive there. So um, we're trying to, you know, save some funds and, and also gain more experience and more ideas and more members. And um, as unique the club is, we want our con to be unique also. We, we don't want to be a comic con per se. We want to be a science fiction and con right um comics will be part of it because comics is part of uh science fiction but um we want to be known as a science fiction um uh, uh, sci-fi con right 
Um, but first, we got to solidify our, our sectors. And I think as we grow um, and hopefully financially we'll be able to have a con, um, we're thinking small. We're not thinking anything big. Um, and also, you know, we want to have celebrity guests. And being at all these other cons, we, we're gaining relations. Uh, so when we're ready, we want to do it right. Right. No, that sounds perfectly awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, was there anything that you found to be a huge hurdle when putting this all together that you had to come, you overcame? Hurdle. Um, well, everything was carefully planned. Of course, things do happen that are not planned. Um, I think the biggest hurdle right now. Um, <laughs> It's kind of hard to think of right now. But the one thing I'm, I do make sure, uh, when, especially uh, coming here to Arizona for the first time, I want the other clubs out there to know that we're not competing against them. We're not trying to steal members or events. Uh, actually, we would like to help them because we are a coalition. Right. Um, I think uh, just... Getting our name out is probably the biggest hurdle, but we've been doing a pretty good job. Of, I would say so. Um, growing really fast, but I would say that's the biggest hurdle. We want to be known, and um, I'm hoping after two to three years, everybody will know what the Science Fiction Coalition is, even at, at a city we have not been to yet. I, I definitely see that happening. And, uh... Uh, I want to congratulate you on, on putting together such an awesome group. So if you want to go ahead and, and give out your uh, social media, you know, your Facebook page, I would assume right. it's just Sci-Fi Coalition. Okay. Yeah, um, our, our name is Science Fiction Coalition, but we shorten it for the social media. So you can search us Sci-Fi Coalition on Facebook, Instagram, and um, what was the other one? Twitter. Twitter. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. If anybody would love to know more about the coalition and what you know, the things oh, that they do, and our, our .dot org, we're sci fi coalition .dot org. Sci fi coalition .dot org. That's their website. Uh, it's been great talking to you, Sean. So this is I've been Mitch. Uh, this is the Blazing Desert Comic Con, uh, and uh, the rest of the Geek Elite Radio telling you to always remember to geek out. Geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.